And just mm. like that, that's how we're going to get started with the Deanna Cruz Unfiltered Podcast. Thank you, Cindy. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your drink? Jeffster? I got water. Oh, all right. Okay. And what are you, what are you sipping on, Texom? Uh, Red Bull. Oh, just Red Bull? Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been drinking wine and beer all day. I've been drinking a, a box red wine and chasing it with Pacifico with lime. So it's a very, it's a very aristocratic <laughs> combination. Mm-hmm. So you switch to the uppers at eight thirty at night. Yep, right. Yep, that's the plan. <laughs> He's ready to party, man. We're yeah. raging. We're raging tonight. Fist pumping here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you doing the truly? Oh, do you like that one? The rosé? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, doesn't taste like rosé. Yeah, I've had that one mild. before. My my favorite right? would still be the white claw mango. Mm, yeah, I like the mango. Yeah, yeah I want to try the watermelon. Well, thanks for tuning in this week to our uh, podcast here. Um, I have spent the last few days trying to process everything that's been going on. Um, obviously, unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard of um, the protests and George Floyd and um, the looting. And we're, we broadcast from Seattle, so it's been kind of crazy around here, too. Uh, the one one half of it, I feel like, has like been the coronavirus. And like we're seeing sort of, I was going to say an end to it, but not really like, you know, going into phase two, possibly. Um, and then all this happened with George Floyd. And then the weekend was nuts here um, and it continues to be crazy. Um, so I don't know. I had to honestly turn off my TV and just kind of like sit in the quietness because everything was just, I don't know. It's like overwhelming. Mm-hmm. How have you guys been dealing with things? Yeah. Good. Uh, Jeff and I have been staying up on the news. I think Jeff wakes up in the morning and, you know, he's got a couple of articles to discuss. And then at some point when the protests start to pick up around the country, you know, two, mm-hmm. three, four in the afternoon, we'll kind of jump between a couple of different news programs and try to keep an eye on how it's all going down and who's doing what and trying to see the positive messages in it all. Cause obviously everybody, all the media wants us to be concerned about is which windows have been broken and which stores have been looted and look at all these bad mm-hmm. people out there causing problems. And it's like, dang it, man, it's just not, it's not about it's not that. It's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Seattle now has a curfew. The curfew started at 6 PM tonight. Bellevue had a curfew at five o'clock. Um, and I was actually at work, uh, you know, in Bellevue, making it to Seattle. And I'm thinking to myself, is somebody going to stop me on the highway? But no. honestly, I don't even think they have that much police enforcement to be, you know, driving around the city to be like, you need to be indoors. You need to be indoors. No, um, But it's crazy. It's just like, you know, I remember the last episode I was saying how like once everything <laughs> is lifted, I can't wait to go home. And like things just got nuts and crazy. Like, you know, um, and I don't think any of us expected this, you know. Yeah, it's not going to end anytime soon, I don't think. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I understand that we need to take action. We need to, you know, protest. But at the same time, the looting and the violence just has to stop. Like, Yeah, but the huh. people who are looting and the violence, a lot of it doesn't really even have anything to do with Black Lives Matter. Right. Um, it's other people. It's uh, anarchists, different groups taking advantage of the situation. Yeah. Just people and taking um, away from the protests, right? Like, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it only takes away from it if the press allows it to take away from it. We can walk and chew gum at once. We can distinguish yeah. the bad actors from the peaceful protesters. It's not fucking right. hard. Well, well, what's not? I think they have been. The media has actually been doing somewhat of a good job of of ca- like 
highlighting it a little, like catching that it's not. Yeah, some of them have this yes. group. Be some of them have, yeah. yeah. And at least, at um, least by audibly, they're saying it. They're like, we acknowledge that there are there are bad actors in these groups that are causing problems. Very opportunistic, mm-hmm. taking the use of the chaos to do some damage or whatever. But it's just, it does seem strange. I mean, that's, it's like I was telling him, it's just loot porn. It's all they're doing right now on all the, the, t- the television programs we watch. It's just like clip after clip, rerun after rerun of people breaking yeah. windows, hauling out Nikes, hauling out cell phones. Like they actually interviewed a guy from <clears throat> Minneapolis, uh, who had some poignant things to say. And he said the media should not be covering the looting as much as they are because they're really, they're forc- forcing a narrative. And while he said that, as soon as he said the word loot, they put a side screen next to him of looting actually happening. So they literally, mm-hmm. he's saying, don't do this. And they literally did it because that's, that's what the news does. They want eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, Today in Seattle, there were thousands and thousands of people peacefully marching through downtown. And the pictures were amazing. But they would, they would cut away from those live shots to show us the looting that happened Saturday night, two days ago. There's mm-hmm. been no looting since Saturday night, two days ago. There's been nothing but peaceful protests on Sunday and now Monday. But they there's just, been, uh, they'll show uh, us 30 seconds. All- Sorry. Sorry. I was going to say, today there's been looting and, pro- and uh, riots in U District. Really? I haven't heard that reported anywhere. Yeah, I've got, I get texts, live texts. Um, yeah. well, that's and, and that goes to it as well because the protests were starting and they were very good. They're like, like just lots of people downtown and we're surfing between the three channels that we, we have on our TV, Como, Cairo and King. Yeah. And, and at one point, none of them, like four or five in the afternoon, they just decided not, they didn't need to show any of it. Like they've got, you know, some game shows came up and some evening magazine for Monday came up and it's like, Come on, man. Like, you guys can't keep, keep a train to, like, what's, what's actually happening and what's well, the serious I mean, stuff. that's fine if they want to go with their normal programming. But what was really infuriating me is when there was something very big and very peaceful happening live, and they were ignoring it and showing the looting from two days ago, which already happened. We already know about it. We've already seen the same clip, the same three clips a hundred times. This is what this gives people the wrong impression. Yesterday in Bellevue, right in Bellevue Bellevue Square, Uh, and I think some stuff happened again today in Kirkland. So, and and I did see police blocking off the UW shopping district. So you're right, Cindy. I don't know if the looters ended up getting into the stores there or not in U Village, Um, but I did see. I saw a picture somewhere. I think it was just Seattle Times of them blocking like that entrance right by the QFC. Yeah. You know, getting into yeah. there. So, um, like I said, I don't know if looters got there or not. They but. did. They wow. did. Four thirty-eight. I got a message. Large group formed and smashed windows, looting around U Village. Please avoid the area. And then again at five twenty-six, large police presence uh, remains near U Village. Who's, so I don't know how long it lasted. Who's sending you these alerts? Uh, University of Washington. Oh. Yeah. So I get like. When things get shut for weather and stuff like that, too, it goes through there. I've been getting the curfew notifications on there before. I've been getting the scary uh, <laughs> one that comes through. Yeah, the Amber Alert. Do I don't get any. I don't get any of those. I got scares the shit out of me. I got an Amber Alert today, but I've got nothing about curfews or rioting or protests. Me, me neither. Um, but I was gonna say, don't you remember when Cindy got the alert about the dead body in U Dub or something? It was remember. Yep. And you got that alert. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Where I were we for that? I didn't get any alerts for um, the curfew um, on Saturday or any of that. I would just happen to be on Twitter and I saw a couple of my friends posting like the screenshot of it on, on so Twitter. Weird. And then, so I didn't. And I may have turned that off, the alerts. Yeah, you must have. 
Because um, you're then, a high phone. And then um, I was at the house in Bellevue, and then the phone rang, and it has caller ID, and it says it's like, emergency comp, emergency comp. And I was like, what is that? So I pick up the phone, and it's like, you know, it's just an automated message, like, curfew has been set in Bellevue for 5 p.m., you know, wow. and it repeated it again. So that's crazy. All. But, yeah, and then I was, then that's when I went online, um, and then I looked at Seattle Times, and I saw there was a curfew for Seattle at 6, so... Anyhow, um, hopefully, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't want to think things are getting worse and worse, but geez, come on. <laughs> 2020 it is, it, we are now in June. We are halfway there, halfway there, guys. Yeah, no, it's tough, man. Like, like Friday, I was supposed to go out of town. I didn't leave till Saturday because like, I just wanted to crawl up in a ball when I got home from work on Friday and just like headache, yeah. just that's feel, how I feel feeling today. Really I felt like spent. that. I felt yeah, like, and I didn't even do anything really crazy, you know. You know, that's mine on Saturday, and I've realized that when I drink red wine, it gives me a headache, and I think it's the sugar. So I, I definitely have a hangover the next day. Mm-hmm. No more red wine for me. Uh, but on Sunday, then I like I had to go to the station, the radio station, and then I stopped at the grocery store. I came home, and I honestly was like, I don't feel like doing anything. I don't feel like leaving my house. I'm gonna sit right here, and I actually watched. Um, rocket man okay yeah how was <laughs> yeah. that uh it's a musical yeah and i, I have a love-hate relationship with musicals it was just i, I was just having a hard time in the beginning following it and then i feel like i was so exhausted i like fell asleep for like 10 15 minutes and then woke up and i was like eh, i don't know if i really want to watch the end of this but <laughs> it's about it's in john's life but it's yep. very it's like he's going to a therapy session and kind of having flashbacks of his past okay. and then breaking into song and dance which is kind of weird like you do yeah 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 so, i do that all the time yeah, yeah so at i the, think at the this therapist. is like <laughs> <laughs> um I, I i mean we're all getting through the you know coronavirus the pandemic staying at home and then this all happens with george floyd and it's like just an added i feel like it added more anxiety on right like it definitely oh, it's just hurt it's painful sadness yeah i was just whew. so um mm-hmm. Our countries. Anyone want to add anything else? Any, any thoughts? I don't know. We're in bad shape. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really upsetting. And I I think hopefully um, more people realize now or hearing it more that like white privilege is a thing. Because um, there's so many people who still just like don't understand what it means and what it's for and what it stands for. And that Black Lives Matter doesn't mean that all lives don't matter but what the movement stands for um black lives matter also that's all it means yeah (laughs) and and more imminently at the moment you know like it's um but i had a really good a friend of mine uh works at a nail shop and they posted such a beautiful message um that i just thought wow couldn't have like said it any better and um like really proud of them too so they started the message by like saying george floyd and then eric garner samuel harrell and just named a bunch of you know names and the list goes on these deaths were hundreds of years in the making because the only thing more american than the flag is violence against black bodies if anyone reading thinks it's in poor taste to talk politics on the job or on a professional platform we believe that saying a black life is equal to yours is not a political policy that's up for debate. 
every Black Lives Matters. We may just be a little neighborhood nail shop, but we are still a voice in our community and we understand when to raise our voice and what to raise it for. And that's uh, Juniper um, in West Seattle. But I that, that one line of like, we believe like a black life is equal to yours is not up for debate. And there are a lot of people just yeah. saying like, Oh, don't talk politics. Oh, why'd you got to turn it politics? Like for any of those professional platforms and stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's not politics, dude. It's human rights. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, it's, it's, it's like saying there's a time and place for treating people like humans. Yeah. All, <laughs> every time, everywhere, every place, every place, all every the time. time. Yeah. 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 All right. So I just wanted to give give everyone um, some time to kind of talk about it and, and, and kind of get their thoughts out about uh, George Floyd and what's been going on, especially here in Seattle. So um, now we're going to turn into um, um, what's coming in the future. And uh, we wanted to talk about this last week, but then I kind of held off because uh, I just wanted to talk to a few people beforehand. But we, Cindy and I, have some big news. We are <laughs> going to baby. be. We're having a baby. We're getting engaged. Uh, yeah, we're sharing custody of the cats. Nope. Uh, we are moving in together. And although that part is not true, uh, we are becoming neighbors. So uh, yes. yeah. So basically, Cindy can see my apartment from her bedroom, um, my kitchen. She can see my kitchen from her bedroom. And we are... Uh, and can I'm you see her bedroom from you your guys. kitchen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, even better. It could be dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I, there'll be thoughtful placement as to where I put my bed. <laughs> um, I'm used to walking around naked, so don't be looking at my windows, okay? Thanks. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah... Uh, uh, first off, I want to know who wants to help us move. Um, <laughs> if the two fellows sitting on the couch right there, Jeffster and Tag Tom, want to help us, we would love it. And um, if anyone is listening to this podcast and would like to help us, hey, just you know, let me know. <laughs> Find me on Twitter or Instagram. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, um, we are moving to. I'm moving closer to the guys. Uh, cause I live in Wallingford right now. So I'm, I'm moving closer to Ballard. So down the street from the gym. So that should be, I'm excited about that. I might be moving a bit further, um, yeah. from them as, as I have been, but it's not, too, not too far. You're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> so do you Crown guys, Hill. Do yeah. you guys Sorry. think, yeah, we're, we're moving to Crown Hill. So like I said, um, uh, we will, and it's going to be cool because like, I don't know. I, I, I view Cindy as like a sister. So, you know, um, and I was telling my boyfriend and he's like, I'm really happy Cindy's moving there. It's <laughs> like, wait, why are you happy that I'm going to have company and I'm not going to bug you so often? What are you really happy? saying? You no, know, he's like, oh, I read somewhere that like people who live happy lives tend to live closest to their friends. They have friends in their surrounding areas. And I was like, mm-hmm. so what you trying to say? <laughs> uh, yeah no my family and like friends i've talked to uh are super excited that wait and like i forgot to even share that part with my dad when i was telling him and he's like and i heard g's gonna be at the building you know and i was like yeah. oh yeah that's like the best part and he's like yeah so they're like i think people just want to know you got people nearby you know mm-hmm. like your people nearby 
Mm-hmm. What I realized is um, I don't <laughs> have enough furniture. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, I have my, I have a kitchen table. I have a couch, but I don't have like a coffee table. I don't have a TV stand to put my TV on. So I've been like looking for a TV stand and stuff. I don't have like a desk. Not that I need a desk right away, but there's a lot of things that I don't have. And I was like, wow, where am I going to put my TV when I move in? So where, where um, are you going to put your, your, your voiceover studio, your, well, your new studio? I know. I, and, and I am, trust me, I, I, that's amongst the things on my list of things to buy. Um, yeah. but it seems like everything I want is like a hundred dollars or more. And I'm like, Oh, great. Uh, mm-hmm. so, um, uh, but yes, I have a little like a den area, um, where I plan on putting the litter boxes. And so I think I'm going to, um, probably if I could find space in there, cause right now it's going to be storage slash cat room. Um, but I thought I could probably put a desk in there and maybe a microphone and stuff. And then, you know, able to record from there and broadcast from there. Which we'll get cool. it. We'll get it dialed in. Yeah. But then you'll hear the cats when they're taking a, a pee and poop and you'll hear them like scratching and stuff. So <laughs> not if funny. just don't let them in right. when you're recording. Yeah, true. If, if we but give you the right microphone. Close my doors. I don't ever close my doors. Like, um, my boyfriend came over the other day and uh, his, t- his, he had taken a shower and left his towel hanging on the door, like where, you know, like where you would close the door. And so it had probably been a week and he's like, why is this? T- and then why is this? I said, Hey, this is your towel. Use this last time. He's like, why is this still here? I said, I don't know. I didn't move it. And he goes, don't you close the door? I said, why would I close the bathroom door? I'm the only one here, right? <laughs> like, there's no point in me closing the door. The cats will come and go as they please. Like, I live by myself. Like, why am I going to, you know, close the doors on the cat? They, they would scratch underneath and try to, like, put their paw. I'm like, mom, what are you doing in there? But you know? once you get so to your new like, place, Cindy's going to come and go as she pleases. It's going to be like friends. Uh, right. <laughs> so you're going to have to no, start closing D, the door. No, D is going to be the one who's coming and going in my place. Mm. <laughs> so anyhow because you guys um uh jeffster and tom how long have you lived together five oh. and a half years that sounds right yeah okay Almost wow six. um so you have any advice oh my for, god it might be Cindy it might be six i <laughs> i'll get back to you, you guys that. were living together when i first met you jeff so uh I've i think it's five you. i think it's five and a half yeah i've probably yeah. known you four years jeff Four? Five. Don't know. I don't, five. Know. I don't know anything. Five. <laughs> no, because I Cindy moved says here five. five years ago in August. So okay. I have I didn't meet you right away. Five, yeah. Four? I moved to this house at like, uh, yeah, like five years ago. Five and a half years ago in September, I think. October? Hmm. 2015, it, it, I think. Tom, are you checking your calendar there? Uh, yeah, I definitely can if we need to, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys have Does any have advice? Around it? <laughs> Do you have any advice for, for Cindy and I? Uh, yeah. Uh, don't sweat the petty things and don't pet the sweaty things. <laughs> Wait, always, <laughs> always pet the sweaty things. <laughs> you just gotta like, sometimes you gotta let those little things roll off your back. Like, oh my God, that little, little thing is just such a big deal, but it's not. It's just like, relax. We're all just trying to exist and be good people. So, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. I have been blessed with being able, like roommates with good people. Like Jeff and dad have been a lot of fun to be roommates with and nothing, mm-hmm. nothing, none of those like weird things you hear from other people. Like, oh my God, he does this or they do that. It's just like, you know, we all just trying to exist in the same space. So figure it out they're not actually gonna live together 
all the things that would annoy each other we don't have to deal with because bitch you could go back to your place <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. don't open the door pretend we're not here <laughs> the uh the picture i took of our moving day uh getting the keys was september 1st 2014 oh my god yeah. so that's six years yeah. it'll be six years that's Oh, yep. wow. Yeah, five and a half years. Yep. And sometime around the anniversary, uh, we'll have the uh, the hundredth episode of the Deanna Cruz Unfiltered show. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, this is, uh, we're recording number 86 right now. So right, we're right. September is our hundredth episode is in September. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. We'll have to figure Whoa. something out. I'm also looking at amongst the list of things that for the new place is um, uh, a grill because I want a grill because I have a little patio area. Yeah. So I was Me looking too. at patio. Fr- that's also on the list, patio, patio furniture and um, a grill. But then as I'm like looking at the patio furniture and about to you know hit purchase, I'm like, you don't even have a TV stand. <laughs> you can't buy that right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> and what would happen? Yeah, what, I'm not on. buying anything until I move in. Like I'm going to bring all my stuff, and then like, and then figure it out. Um, uh huh. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I really do need a TV stand. Like, I don't have anything I can put it on. Maybe no. I can like stack some boxes, and that are, will work. Are you like a? Are you an IKEA shopper? Is that place cool? <sighs> yeah, no, it's cool. But I don't know. I saw. I have my eyes set on something else. So. Yeah. um yeah. I, what I hate is like putting everything together. It's like the worst part <laughs> is like buying new furniture and having to put it together. That's why I'd rather go on Craigslist. Yeah. All right. They bought it from Ikea. They put it together. It's in great <laughs> condition. I'll pick it up. Like get not the, a problem. I'd rather do that. Get the patio furniture on Craigslist too or offer up. You'll yeah. find it. It'll be like free. Yeah. Don't, yeah, put, yeah. don't pay I've for that. I've seen it. Um, I've just see that the problem is as I've been looking, then I find something like, Oh, I really like this. And then like I see something on Craigslist. I was like, eh. That's not really what you want. And I'm like, ah, so, um, but I do really want a grill because I, I, that's something I miss. Um, just making like stuff outside on the grill. It's quick and easy. Yeah. The house doesn't stink. And like, yeah. So get those free I, too. Yeah. Actually, I did see a grill, but they were all the way, I think they were in Puyallup or something. No. Oh. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to go all the way over there. But I, yeah, I've been, I've kept my eye out kind of checking, checking the list and seeing what's on there. So yeah. Um, Speaking of you, you guys had mentioned um, tech time. You said like, "Oh, you've always lucked out with good roommates." Have you ever had a bad roommate, guys? Mm, I don't think so. Um, I've had some dif- difficult ones that were a little <laughs> more un- interesting and stuff, but never like sur- surprisingly, everybody I've lived with has been good. Like, you know, not taking things that don't belong to you, not getting into mm. bad situations. So, no, I, I've been I, like I, I must have lucked out because never had an issue. Mm. Jeff, yeah, I've had some tough situations. Yeah, <laughs> but you've been diplomatic about it, of course. Uh, but I mean, I'm I'm uh, I'm wiser now. I may not have been so diplomatic when I was in college. Mm. Uh, like when I when I took a bunch of nasty dishes and put them in my roommate's bed. <laughs> oh, because he had let them sit and get nasty in the kitchen for like weeks. Yeah, <laughs> like all right, put up, put them in your room. Wow. That was a dick thing I've to do. But he that. he was, I mean, that was, I shouldn't have done that, but he also was being a real shitty roommate. Yeah. Did I, it work? I mean, no. <laughs> it just pissed him <laughs> off. We're still, we're, we're homies. We're still best friends. But, okay. But I've always lucked out with um, roommates in college. Actually, one of my best friends, Sheena, was my, like, she was a 
freshman and I was a senior. And then every year after that, whether it was in the summer and then finally when she graduated, we ended up being roommates and she was like the best roommate ever. The two of us, you know, we kind of respected each other's face. And like, if you cooked, then you would like clean your stuff right away. So, um, I didn't have a problem till like, I remember I had gotten a job in Providence and I was moving from Boston to Providence, leaving Sheena. And, um, I, I lived with this girl that was looking for someone. She had gotten a two bedroom and was looking for someone to rent out the one bedroom. Um, and so I was like, cool. She seemed fine. Her name was Diana. Uh, and then I moved in with her. And then after like six months, I was like, I need to get out of here. Nope. Nope. This isn't working. And it was honestly, it was like a heating. She liked that that place really, really hot and it was driving me nuts. I was oh like, my God. Yeah. yeah. It was like, she put it up to like 80 degrees. I remember one what? time I came home and she had it blasting, like heat blasting on her. Sociopath. So like, what is going on here? And then when I told her I was going to move out, she accused me of trying to kill her. Oh, see? True story. <laughs> How did she you found, try to kill she her? She found some white powder in the bathroom. And Anthrax. She thought Cocaine. it was anthrax. Not even joking. And it was oh, some sort of. Oh my God. What was it? Oh, ba- it was. um Baby powder? It dry was shampoo? Like a powder. It was like a dry shampoo, but it was before they had like the aerosol spray. So it was actually powder and you would just put it in your hair. And so she found Obviously. it in the sink. Obviously. She called, she called the rental <laughs> office and, and told the rental office that I was trying to kill her. <laughs> wow. White powders. Obviously. Let's just say anthrax. we never talked again. We never talked again. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was my like one whore thing. And after then, I always lived by myself. After moving out from her, I was like, "Nope, that's it. I'm done. I'm done with having a roommate. I'm just gonna live by myself." So I did. Wow. Yeah, that was my horror story. But um, yeah. Well, <laughs> I like I like that Cindy's gonna be there because she'll always have some sugar if I run out, some toilet mm-hmm. paper, some we'll flour in case you need paper. to poison somebody. <laughs> some dry shampoo some dry shampoo you know so yep. yeah i've had um, some crazy ones okay let's hear okay it. tell us about the uh, your, your um so my first year in college it was like more of a planned thing it was uh, we did a four share so three of us knew each other from high school um and then the fourth was a random and she ended up becoming best friends with us too but anyways it was four girls 18 year old girls and basically all four of us have boyfriends too. So it was like eight people living there. So it was nuts all the time. And like, I think I, I developed my like real hate for when people don't wash dishes or they leave like food on the dishes and then mm-hmm. put the dishes in the dishwasher. Like that drives me crazy. Um, and like put everything in the dishwasher, but my parents like wouldn't let me when it, like I always had to wash the dishes, but you don't put wooden stuff in there. You don't put the nice stuff. You don't put the nice net, you know, like there was rules. And so it would drive me nuts with all those people putting their stuff there. But anyways, that's pretty mild, except it was just like basically a, sor- a sorority fraternity house, like nine people living there. Um, and then um, eight, sorry, there was no threesomes. And, um, and then a couple years later, I had a roommate from Miami. He's a good friend of mine. Um, definitely, uh, into not like hardcore drugs or anything like that, but, you know, drugs and, um, also handling things violently. And they had gotten into some fights. And I, one day I came home from school. 
and I was feeling really sick. I had like strep throat. I just felt horrible. And um, as I was going in the house, I saw his car had been keyed like really bad. And uh, I hadn't noticed it before. And so when I walked in, I was just like, oh, you know, um, was your key always like that? Was your car always like that? He's like, like what? I was like, Keith. He was like, what? And he like freaked out, went out there. I guess they figured out who it was, made some calls. All I remember is I'm upstairs trying to read because I had to test the next day in bed, like fever, sweating, pains, like sick. And uh, he comes. Oh, I hear a lot of ruckus. But then he runs up and he's like, Cindy, you got to get out of here now. And I was like, what? And he was like. Wait, no, sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm telling the story. <laughs> um, there was a gunshot. Whoa. And then, yeah. And I was like, Ugh. and I'm like in my bed. And I'm like, oh, my God. And um, then he runs upstairs. And he's like, Cindy, you got to get out of here right now. And I was like, what do you mean? Is everybody okay? And he was like, just get the fuck out of here. And like, he ran. And then, so I went downstairs. And I think I just went to the neighbors. Like, they're really close to each other. It's like next you know next to each other um through the wall and uh so i went out the back door and went into the neighbors and like before you know it like at one point i'm looking out the people and there's like a full-on swat team like with guns like looking at my door which looks like they're looking at me while I'm looking through this people at my neighbors and they, yeah, they, they went in there, they plowed through the house, they tore everything apart. Your house. Oh, um, shit. Your house. Apartment. Your apartment, which is next door to where you're, ha- where you are now. Well, yeah, where I was. Where, like, where you were, where you were hanging out. Yeah. Uh, re- where I retreated to. Yeah, where you were hiding. Um, yeah, and then I had some girlfriends, like, pick me up. Um, I think my boyfriend at the time was at work. And, uh, like, I didn't know what happened to this guy. He just, like, disappeared. And so I, when I was, like, walking, like, I kind of went out the back way and was walking to the car. I could see them, like, swarming the apartment, and I left. Anyways, he was, like, on the run. It was on the news in Tallahassee. Uh, who, who, wait, wait, wait. Who was on the run? The guy? The guy my roommate. To the guy who told you to yeah. leave or the girl? What did he do? No, my roommate was the guy. Okay. And he, he was took, like, he was like, here? Cindy, you gotta go, like, leave. Like, <laughs> and so wait, he was all over the news? Yes. <laughs> and he was like, blah, 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 on the run, all this stuff. And then like, and I, and I remember this so clearly because it was, um, like the first airing of Grey's Anatomy, like episode one. And I, I was in nursing that. school. Yeah. I was in nursing school and I was like, so looking forward to it starting. And so when I went to my girlfriend's, when they picked me up, you know, we're watching it like on the news, like actually on cable, like back when that was a thing. And all of a sudden news clip pops up and it's like, so-and-so Cindy's roommate turned turned himself in and it shows him like on the floor and they're handcuffing him. So what was he wanting (laughs) for? What had he done? Uh, Okay. So these guys came and they came with like bats and stuff to like fight my roommate and his friend. And so, and they were hitting his friend with the bat. So he got his gun and he shot, he pistol whipped this guy in the face and then he shot into the air to scare them. Cause there was like eight of them or something. Yeah. And, um, that's basically what happened. 
And yeah, at least he was nice enough to tell you to leave. Did you ever live with oh, him? Oh, me and him are really close. We're still friends. He's just like, you know, that's growing up in Miami and he brought Miami to Tallahassee and Tallahassee was not ready for the Miami. <laughs> that is crazy. Well, why were that's those guys? one of the craziest stories I've heard come from you. Why were yeah, those guys trying to more... beat him up? Well, I mean, he like, I think called them over, but it's like they were in a fight at a party like a week before against each other. And then I guess they found his car, keyed his car. So then he was like talking crap, called them, was like, yo, let's settle this. But then they showed up with like 10 people, oh. you know, that kind All right. of stuff. Miami. This is standard stuff. Miami. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he, he went to jail and he also got kicked out of school. He was on probation for like three years. But anyways, so that's one of my that's crazy a bad, stories. That's a rough roommate. Yeah. Yeah. But he was really sweet to me and his mom loved me. That was the that was the hardest thing was calling his mom when I saw that on the news and having to tell her what was going on. Um, yeah, that sucked. But anyways, uh, fast forward. One of my last roommates I had when I was leaving uh, Florida, I was doing a travel contract. Um, so I was in, I had my apartment in Miami Beach, and I, was, and I would drive to Palm Beach, which was like an hour and a half north for um, almost two hours. Uh, for work and they pay you more when you do travel contracts, but it was getting to be so much cause you do like 13 hour shifts that I started renting a room. Like I found on Craigslist, a room to rent up there. Mm-hmm. And it was like the craziest thing I walked in on. Like, like this chick, her uncle lived there and they were Russian and like he answers the door in his robe. Like, awesome. <laughs> I don't know why I ended up signing and staying, but I was like, I just want the room, right? And I could lock the room and I'm just going there to sleep. So I have to drive after a 13 hour shift. And, um, and it just got crazier and crazier. He ended up being gay, which was great. Cause at first I was like, this is weird and creepy. Like her uncle molests her or something, you know, like, Whoa. but then I was like, oh no, they're just super close. And he's like, you know, the sweet gay guy and I, I ended up really liking him um, but one time I came home from work and like all of a sudden there was like a stripper pole in the living room and like it's just like every time I came home there was something new and weird I feel like that was going on there or now I'd walk I, into a I party. Now I understand why your sister and your parents were excited that I was going to buy you must question yes, your judgment like, sometimes. Yeah. They're always like, oh, how's the old Russian roommate or how's this? Whatever. But anyways, that's those are the top three stories. That's wow. Good. I wasn't expecting that. I figured at least you'd have, you know, one story, not three. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I had plenty of fun roommates on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about you. I was watching Below Deck and I was uh, thinking about you and your stories you've told me about it and like the romances <laughs> and everything going on. So that's kind of funny. Um, okay. Yeah. So going back to the apartment and us being neighbors, mm-hmm. what's the first thing you're going to buy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yet. Um, I would also like to get a grill outside, but I also want to get like one of those island things uh, with storage and bar seats. But we'll see. Uh, oh, for your, not for outside though. No, no, for the like kitchen area because I don't have a yeah. kitchen table. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, I, yeah, I think my first purchase will be the TV stand, but we shall but see. We shall see. You can have your coffee table back. I mean, at least also in the interim until you that. like get what you want. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted me to hold on to it for a couple years. I don't want that. I just love 
I just love how appalled Dee is at the idea of watching her trashy reality TV without a stand. <laughs> like, hey, it's getting really good, okay? You can't watch Real Housewives with a TV sitting on a cardboard box. Dude, I watched. I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's what I did. I stopped watching Rocket Man and started watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I haven't watched that in so long, but there's still a couple characters uh, on there that I like recognize, and they're all being catty and everything as usual. And one's mad with the other. It's another argument, and then I just fell asleep. But uh, yeah, I, I love like yeah. I have to figure out how I can watch VH1 and my love and hip hop because I love that show. What you can't watch it anymore. Uh, no, well, I don't have the app unless I download. I don't know if you have to purchase the VH1 app or how. how you guys know how I would watch that? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I was gonna there. say I plan on getting, you know, a better plan when I move because. So I'll probably Cindy's have Cindy's moving on up. Oh well, she has cable. if Cindy has cable, I will be going over Cindy's doing my <laughs> laundry and watching Love and Hip Hop. Well, that's why I said she's gonna be at my place a lot more than I'm at her place. Yeah, mm. um, I don't. Uh, by the way, Cindy, I realized why. Okay, I realized why. Remember, I was telling you how I would plug in. I went to Xfinity.com to see if there was like for uh, a for a provider as far mm-hmm. as like, internet provider, and I was like, I type in the address and then I put my unit number in, and it just said not exist didn't exist in that area as you did the other address right but then i what i did is when i put your unit in there it worked so i was like so confused and finally when the landlord sent the lease over i realized i have a different address than what i was putting in and so like i was like oh that makes sense now so yeah now we can get xfinity in that area nice yeah yeah, so um, we're excited. We should be all moved in by July 1st. So uh, we'll keep you updates on the podcast. And if you have any suggestions or if you want to help us move, let us know. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, but I think that that's one of the, the good good news and something to look forward to this month for sure. Yeah, uh, she's going. We're, we're going to be around a lot of like parks and stuff. So hopefully um, she can also want to do it but inspire me to go on more walks or hikes locally oh i'm mm-hmm. sorry are you talking to me mm-hmm. <laughs> just joking yeah yeah and i'll be and i'll be cooking all right cool you could pay me with meat <laughs> okay <laughs> i like the meat give me the meat <laughs> i'll make you sweat and then you, you pay me with food. <laughs> seems like it works and then I give you the meat sweats. <laughs> what is happening? No, no man. We get, I get the pre-corona body back. You know what I mean? Um, the PCB. Honestly, I stepped on the scale and I was like, oh, all I need is anxiety. And then I get to lose a couple pounds. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, stress and anxiety. That's what happens to me. Because then I don't concentrate. I'm not thinking about food so much because I'm like, go, go, go. And like, yeah, it's kind of funny. Anyhow, uh, any good news on your part, guys? How's Tech Tom? Retail. Uh, uh, retail has been good. We had a very busy day on Saturday. Um, aside from some of the the, the more interesting news, uh, they have that uh, space shuttle launch was Saturday. Yeah. I don't know if you watched any of the footage from that or at least the takeoff. I was I was busy watching uh, Real Housewives. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> and Below Deck. Real Housewives of Outer Space. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Thought, that, I thought that was a lot Coming of fun. Coming to you in in twenty forty. Yep, I was excited that uh, today, um, the day we were recording this, uh, is that they lifted the stay-at-home order from Washington, which is very nice. Granted, we are still phase one, so I guess we're going to be there for a little while longer, and I hope that the protests don't 
give us a spike and we have to stay a little longer than they wanted to. And, mm -hmm. But uh, hopefully we can get past this because the next phase uh, gets very interesting. Retail can kind of start to function again. Um, I guess in Seattle, uh, no indoor dining, but outdoor dining at 50% capacity. So I don't know who has al fresco right now or dining out dining outside, but that'd be they'll figure it out. Yeah. PCC does. Yep. Oaxaca. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so Mexican. Doing, yeah, like four tables. Set up some picnic tables outside so that everybody can eat outside. You know, yep. make some money like that. But so that'll be really nice. I've heard. I think doesn't it like gyms and stuff? Don't they get to like do start doing some small capacity things? I haven't seen anything else. Anything from my from Ballard CrossFit as far as when they're guesstimating that we're opening but yeah. I haven't seen anything wow well yeah. I'm glad they're still hanging in there yeah 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 for sure alright guys um, Cindy any good news just that you're moving okay good yeah yeah <laughs> woohoo alright well woo thanks for tuning in guys like I said um, any anything you want to hear us talk about or know our opinions if you have any questions for us just shoot us an email um, to me Cruz Deanna or find me on Instagram and Twitter at Deanna Cruz. All right. Have a good day. Put a smile on stay your face safe. and stay healthy. Yeah, stay safe. We love you. Love you. Ciao. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Deanna Cruz Unfiltered. Don't forget to leave a review or a five-star rating. Every review helps more people discover the show. And you can find my social media links right above. Follow me. Just at Deanna Cruz.